You are about to hear real stories of the paranormal submitted by listeners. Ground yourself. This is Haunt Me. Yeah, that's true. We never heard it before. Hello. I feel like I'm sitting like this. Why are you doing that? I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> oh, God. I feel like I just inhaled the weed. Where is it coming from? Right there. Okay. All right. Are you all ready? Yeah. Freaking ready, you bud. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Haunt Me. Let's do a toast. Yeah. Okay. Yes, all right, everybody. <laughs> clink, clink, bitch. Clink, clink. <laughs> to we, haunt me. To haunt me. We're so excited to be back. Yes, we're back. <laughs> it's been a long time. I almost forgot how to do this. Right. But honestly, we never really had the structure there anyways. Right. It's always been very DIY. Very DIY. I'm excited to be back. I know. It's been a minute. Me too. It has been a minute. We all work a lot. I know we keep saying that. We sound like a broken record at this point. But we yeah. are back because a lot of you emailed in and uh, messaged us on Instagram and sent us tons of nice nice things asking when we were coming back so i i wanted to say we're back we are Brittany and i just got back from new orleans yes second time we got to see oh yeah we went to this abandoned funeral home on the way home whoa oh yeah it was really cool and where opalika opalika alabama Mm -hmm. how'd you know about it our friend alex told Told us about it i guess one of their friends told them about it and they went over there to like because it's only like about an hour and a half drive from like atlanta and um on the way back they were like hey do you want to check out this abandoned funeral home and we were like absolutely yes wow and so um we stopped it is so creepy it's literally from like 1870 and it still Mm -hmm. has like a lot of the tile that's out back like the original tile because i think like part of it was standing but it's since been like removed or something wow Um, but our friend was saying that when they went before there was still like coffins and shit like still inside of it girl yeah and they they kind of described it as if like literally they just like picked up and just like left Left all of a sudden yeah and it just made it so creepy and the the hearse is still there did you go during the day or at night we went at like dusk we went at twilight (laughs) yeah so it was like getting dark it was oh fucking sick. It was the perfect time of day. Unfortunately, the the hearse was there. I didn't see it. Yeah, I saw it. I didn't go near the garage, um, but it was like really condemned. Like you could just smell the asbestos coming in, like yeah. blowing from inside of it. Oh god! Yeah, it was stinky. It was fucked up though. It was like cool. That's really up. cool. Yeah, yeah. I tried to record, um, but so far from what I've listened to, I didn't really pick up anything. But there's also like these dogs barking and these birds chirping and so it was kind of like not ideal Damn. i was like it's like 6 30 p.m like why are the birds chirping That's i had creepy. the urge multiple times to like take a brick because there were tons of like shards of stone and like wood yeah. and shit that had just fallen from the house and i was so tempted to take something but i'm i'm warning all of you listeners don't do that <laughs> <laughs> shit will come home with oh, it fuck that yeah that um since you said that i remember like we went to the museum of death and it was our second time going and Mm. so the friends that we went with it was their first time and the last time i was there i really wanted this eileen warno's shirt because they're terrible some artist has a bunch of 
um, designs that are like serial killers yeah. with tarot cards. So like Eileen was the high priestess and I was like, oh my God, I need that. And I was like, Eileen isn't really like a typical serial killer in my opinion. And that's for that like is. probably another time. Eileen Warnos yeah. was, she killed her rapist essentially. Like She killed a lot of rapists. She was, yeah, she killed a bunch of truck drivers. <laughs> she was a sex worker for some of her life and she was assaulted and she was like, no, fuck this. I'm going to kill them when they try to assault Holy me. Holy shit. Yeah. So she, I mean, there's a lot more to the story. That's yeah. just kind of glazing yeah. over. Yeah, I mean, she definitely had like a really, really difficult childhood that was like, fraught with so much trauma um yeah but you know the movie monster with Charlize Theron yeah that it's based off of oh cool yeah I don't know how entirely accurate that movie is but anyways so we went the point of this is that we went to the museum of death and afterwards we all were like we wanted to buy something but we were like no fuck that we do not want to take home this weird ass fucking energy that's in this museum which is it was a really cool museum like it has some cool shit on display but we were like no we don't want to mm. bring that home if you've never been the museum of death is there's two locations one is in los angeles and the other one is in new orleans in the french quarter we've been to this location twice and i think most of the stuff like they probably had a couple new pieces but it's lots of serial killer paraphernalia um like national and like international disaster i don't want to say memorabilia but like stuff shit like <laughs> like pieces of uh the oklahoma city bombing building that's crazy like yeah the energy there is s- fucking sick bananas all right so quick little announcement we have a patreon that's going to be set up and going live soon for those of you who don't know what patreon is it's like a service like if you like what we're doing and you like the content and you're able to you can actually sign up to give like give us like a dollar a month it's just like a way to pay us because this is this is no way to we create content and there's we don't run advertisements or anything so there's no you know we don't get paid to do this if you like what you're hearing and you want more content like it you you know you're very welcome to sign up to do that but no pressure. Feel free. Any amount is okay. Or nothing is okay. We like doing it. Well said. I'm going to go live on Instagram real quick. Should I go live? On the queer? On the yeah, yeah. Thing? Last time I went live, by the way, I don't know if you were watching. We are recording the podcast and we're also on Instagram live, live. recording us recording the podcast live. <laughs> um. Anyways, last time I went on our Instagram is because I was in the bathroom taking a shower and I, it was in the morning it was my day off I like anyways I was in there showering and the lights went off and like all of them and we have three light bulbs and it was like all of them got turned off at once and so I get out of the shower the switch never got flipped down so they're not only just off they're just like burnt out they all burnt out at once is what I thought happened but I looked in the hallway the door was shut and the light was on in the hallway so I'm like this is fucking weird and I'm a you know I'm like butt fucking naked. And my door's like, cra- it's not like totally shut, but it's cracked. And so the little bit of light's peeking through and all of a sudden it opens. Shut the fuck up. It's Brandy. Oh. My dog. <laughs> Brandy walks in and immediately like flips back around and looks out into the hallway, like haunches up, like looking at something. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's just sitting there like, it freaked me the freaking fuck out. out yeah and so i opened the door up there's nothing there and of course i'm like let me go live on the haunt me thing maybe i'll catch something <laughs> it'll be cool like not thinking i'm butt naked this <laughs> might <laughs> this might not be good and so i'm like 
shooting down the hallway. I'm shooting Brandy, and her ears were like straight up. And you know, Yikes. she's like she's like at attention. And there were like six people watching, and all of a sudden, I like pan over to the mirror, and it's just a full tit shot, <laughs> full nude, dude, <laughs> full nude. And I go, oh shit! And I like closed out of it real quick. Yeah. And then, luckily, but someone that I don't know was talking to me, and we were like having a conversation on live, and I'm sure they saw it. <laughs> Devin saw it. I know Devin saw it. Devin thought it was hilarious, which thank God it was like her that saw it. Right. But anyways. Welcome to Haunt Me, guys. Yeah. This is our reunion. uh. We're now a haunted (laughs) porn podcast. (laughs) My name is Casey. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ash. Welcome back. We missed all of you. And we've got a story from the other side of the pond to read to you today. Y'all get the reference? It's in Europe. <laughs> Thank you. Across yeah. the pond. Across that one. It's a big pond. Mm. Hi, guys. I'm Chloe. So I've recently found your podcast, and I love it. I love everything creepy and unexplained, and I thought I'd email you in case you wanted to share my story. I'm 24 now, and this all happened from when I was born to when we finally moved out of this crazy-ass house when I was around 10, 11-ish. Oh, I love a haunted house story. Same. They're the best. Haunted yeah. house from England. Okay, so here goes. I was born in a really small town called Louth. Louth. In England, Lincolnshire. I still live in this town now. My parents moved into a house on this council estate called Jubilee Crescent. Wow. A council estate in England is like a cluster or row of houses for regular, not so wealthy people, just in case you didn't know. We call that a cul-de-sac down here. (laughs) Oh, okay. On the (laughs) cul-de-sac, of course. Jubilee (laughs) Crest. What is it? Or maybe like a roundabout? No, you had a Jubilee Crescent. No, it's just a cluster or row of houses for not so wealthy people. So it's like a, it's it's like a suburb. It's like a block. Like a suburb. On the block. It's (laughs) a block. (laughs) Okay. So I think they moved into this house in the late 80s because my mom was pregnant with my older sister at the time. This house was in the middle of the street, just a small two bedroom basic house with neighbors attached both sides was a good place to live. Everyone down the street knew each other and was just really friendly. Anyway, so my sister was born and three years later, I came along. Three years later, I came along. And this time, my parents always had a strange sense that something about the house wasn't right, but they didn't feel threatened by it in any way. Until I was about 10 days old, I had a small Moses blanket in front of the room in the corner where I would stay when I was sleeping. So this is the first incident that happened that my parents actually saw things happen and not just footsteps or creepy goings on. I was a very quiet baby, so when I cried, it would be because I actually needed some kind of attention. So my parents are in the kitchen, my sister, just after dinner, and they hear me screaming so loud. I mean, I'm 10 days old. My mom said she'd never thought something so small could make a noise like that. Mm. Anyways, my parents run into the front room to find me bawling my eyes out and hovering above my basket. Hovering? (gasps) Whoa, what? yeah. What? Hang on, I just reread that. Wait, what? Hovering? What the fuck? And hovering, bawling my eyes out and hovering above my basket, and then suddenly dropped onto my back. <gasps> like something was holding me upright and then just dropped me. Yikes. Uh, I was not expecting that. Yeah, at all. me either. You got real serious real quick. Oh my goodness. So at this point, they're shocked and can't understand how or why. My parents didn't really believe in ghosts until this point. They had an excuse for every other minor thing that had happened, like doors opening and footsteps. 
But this, they were stumped. So anyways, I was okay, and we all just carried on. We couldn't really move, even if we wanted to, because we didn't have a lot of money, and this house was the cheapest for rent at the time. Now we know why. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So some years passed, and nothing major has happened. Parents thought it was gone, whatever it was. One night, me and my sister were playing in our bedroom, and my dad was watching TV in the front room, and my mom used to like reading in bed before she went to sleep. It was a normal night. Me and my sister had a bunk bed and we settled in for the night. Around 2 a.m. Mental note. 2 a.m. Our bedroom door opened, so of course we investigate to find my mom shaking on the landing of the stairs in the dark. What? What? I mean, I was about four, so I have no idea what she was doing. Years later, she told me that she was in absolute shock. After reading in bed, she was settling down to sleep while my dad fell asleep on the sofa. She said suddenly she woke up and felt something squeezing her ankle and suddenly dragging her out of bed and onto the landing. This is when me and my sister found her. She never told us because she hates thinking about it and didn't want to scare us. She knew we didn't have a nice ghost at this point and didn't feel safe, but what could we do? We had to stay. So we carried on later. We found out that this house was built in the 1920s and a man and his grandson used to live here, which of course the grandfather died. We don't know why or how. He obviously didn't leave. Then things started to make sense. That's so scary. But while my mom was dealing with the negative energy, my sister and I had a different experience, quite a playful one. Who or whatever it was used to lock us in the bedroom and turn the taps on and off and throw toys at us. Not in an aggressive way. (laughs) My sister used to sleep on the bottom bunk and used to wrap the duvet around her like some sort of cocoon mm-hmm. with just a peephole oh, yeah. so she could see oh yeah oh, I, I used still, to do that i still do yeah, that yeah i still find myself doing that like a little like cocoon blanket right mm-hmm. yeah with literally a hole for my nose so i can breathe yeah you're yeah just like- so you're not breathing in the hot <laughs> air yeah. hell yeah <laughs> one night she tried to wake me but i was dead to the world she heard a dragging noise in our room we had mm. wood floorboards at the time she said she froze and tried to breathe without it hearing her oh and she saw a pair of bare feet stood in front of her bed. <gasps> Nothing else, just white old man feet. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> With bunions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slipped into a pair of loafers. <laughs> Slipped into a pair of loafers. Slithered into. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Paw paw. Paw paw got his little We call that a paw paw on this side of the pond. (laughs) Paw paw, what's happening? (laughs) Paw paw doesn't live here. Yeah. Yeah, who's paw paw is that? (laughs) It's late, paw paw. (laughs) Hasn't your ambient kicked in yet? (laughs) Maybe it has, and that's why he's he's tripping (laughs) the fuck. He's like, hey, what's up? That's why he throws the toys. He's like, I'm sleeping. I'm sleep. And he has no I'm idea what sleep. the fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know how she got the courage to run to the light switch, which of course woke me up. And she was sweating and shaking. She told me what she had just saw. And we had a plan. We were obsessed with Goosebumps, the kids' TV show about ghosts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. Join the club. Like, this is why we are the way we are. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps. <laughs> and on one episode, we saw that these people put an open Bible in the middle of the room with a piece of sage in it. If you leave it open, the spirit should be gone in the morning if the Bible is closed when you wake. 
That so, was on Goosebumps. I love oh, that. That's kind of intense. Okay, so wait, is it get, what is it again? You put the Bible. Okay, so we saw these people put an open Bible in the middle of the room with a piece of sage in it. If you leave it open, the spirit should be gone by the morning if the Bible is closed when you wake. Oh, wow. I didn't know. That's like a fucking ritual. That's cool. Like goosebumps yeah. is like, now I know. hey, kids. <laughs> I got to go buy me a Bible. Yeah. So this is exactly what we did. She slept in my bed that night and somehow we got to sleep. In the morning, the Bible was closed. <gasps> wow. Two exclamation points. We were so happy because we actually thought this would work. Oh, whatever it was, was getting more confident, like toying with us, <gasps> especially my mom. She took us to school one day as my dad went to work on the way back. She was halfway down our street and could hear a TV really loud. She laughed at herself as she thought it would be the one old guy that lives near us. When she got back in the front door, she was once again in shock to find out TV in the middle of the room unplugged and turned on to its highest volume. What? Shit. She immediately ran to the next door where an old woman used to live and look after us. Sometimes my mom confided in her, and later that day, the neighbor truck took my mom home and picked us up from school. That night, my parents had the biggest argument I've ever heard. My mom had the had had enough and wanted to move. My dad wasn't really bothered about the things happening, but thinking about now, I think he was. But it just wouldn't have been good to get a more expensive place. The next day, my parents took us to our grandparents' house, which was just around the corner. We all decided this was where we were going to stay until we found somewhere else. About a year later, my auntie moved down to the town, who we weren't very close with, but very much are now. So it turns out she moved into the horrible house and has no major experiences yet. Also, her dog likes to stare in the corner where my Moses basket once was. Oh, There's much more to this, but this is a brief description of what we went through. Thanks, guys. Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Wow. Yo, you had, like, something really serious there. Yeah, can you imagine, Mm. like, seeing your baby hovering? Hell no. No. Yeah, that's a lot of, like, poltergeist activity with things moving. And, you know, the the fact that it's happening around 2 a.m., like, that's notorious. That's the witching hour. We've talked about it a couple times on a couple different episodes. And, like, this person seems so calm. Just like, yeah, yeah, all of this all of this happened. I would be like, wow. I would find a, like any sort of way to get out of there as fast as I could, honestly. Yeah, if you could. I would have been like, okay, I'm staying with a friend. I don't know. I got to get out of yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People are brave, man. People yeah. People are way more brave than me. Especially after like the, like the mom being pulled from the bed. Yeah. Like by like the ankle. Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't know. Because that's like. Mm, it's freaky. That would That's probably a strong old man. <laughs> yeah, I think I think being like assaulted would probably be where I drew the line with what we do. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as like how far we would go yeah. and what you know would have to happen. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because that's just like I don't know. I feel like that just like stays with you for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're gonna remember that forever, and it, and the fact that it's like your brain kind of feels that it's like kind of unexplained. I feel like that can just like really fuck with you. Yeah. For you a know? while. Yeah. And especially as you, if you like have to like unpack that, like I just remember about the, um, I forget their name, but they were talking about when they would wake up and they were choking. Yes. And how just like, that is a lot of trauma that probably that's like residual that like stays right, like, either like deep, in the, deeply, like, deeply wrought. Yeah. Like, like either like in the body and you just kind of, like, carry through with it, and it's, like, I can't imagine, like, having to, like, really unpack that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. 
And then, like, explaining that to somebody, like... Mm -hmm. And even how she said, like, her and her sister would talk about how they remember. Yeah. Like, it's, like, a thing where you actually tell tell someone else, like, I don't you remember where it's, like... Yeah. Yeah. You were so little. Yeah. But you can still remember it, and you're, like, it was Mm -hmm. fucked up, and now you're older, and you can be, like, that was crazy. But, like, when you were little, and you're getting toys thrown at you... Yeah. By you don't even know what. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Oh, and seeing like the like partial apparition of the, the feet. Oh, God. Like the feet that I have in my like the image that I have in my brain right now is like those like kind of like cartoon feet, you know, with like the, the bone from Sticking the out. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like if I saw that, I would just be like, no. Girl, I would climb oh, up that bunk God. bed to the top where my sister was. Right. I would body slam her. I'd be like, bitch, we got to get out of here. Yeah, I would not be sleeping by myself. <laughs> I'd Hell be like, no. you're in this cocoon with me and we mm-hmm. have one hole. So mm-hmm. like, don't breathe too deep. <laughs> I remember when I had a bunk bed with my brother and when scary stuff, I would literally be the, the one on the bottom with the blanket cocoon. Oh, that was yeah. me and my brother was on the top and I'd just be like knocking on the top of his thing like, wake up. Yeah. Wake up. Yep. Some shit's going down, dude. We got to go. See, I was the opposite in my bunk bed. I mean, I was the only child, but I had bunk, a bunk bed and I slept on the bottom. What I would do is I would put a sheet and I would like hang kinda, it. Yeah, I would tuck it, in it and let yep. it hang. Yep. And we then did I that. was like terrified to like open the sheet to see what was on the yep. other side. And I was like, you couldn't pay me any amount of to money open to open that shit up. No, no. And I wouldn't look. And I wouldn't even like look up at the top. I would only look up at the top bunk if I was like standing in the doorway. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was also scared to be on the. People were like, okay, if you're scared, get on the top bunk. You're safer up there. No. No, because think about that shit. If you're just sleeping on the top bunk, mind your own business, and you look off to the side, and there's something floating next to your bed. Uh-huh. that's even scary or just like a fuck head from that. here up you know what i mean yeah like from yeah. neck up all you see is it's a like, head fuck no that's dude. a good goosebumps episode i would like it? <laughs> that never got written yeah hell yeah netflix hire us the bunk bed <laughs> yeah the bunk bed. you know what's a true nightmare on a bunk bed when whoever's on the bottom which i used to do this to my fucking sister is put like, their feet up on the thing push <laughs> And Literally, just you would push that them, shit. Like, <laughs> like, like hit the ceiling. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Oh, yeah. I, Why did I, we like doing that? I with my younger Terror, sister. So I terrorized my little brother yeah. with that shit. Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> you could just feel him up there, like, whoa, yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, it's not me, it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our comeback episode of Haunt Me. Yes, thank you. That's right. Biggest comeback of 2019 (laughs) thus far. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Don't forget to rate and subscribe us on Apple Podcast and now on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Check out our Spotify. Yeah. Also, check out our Patreon. Is that what it's called? Yes. We're going to be posting the link to our Patreon account on our Instagram. So in our Facebook, I guess, in our Twitter. I think we have one of each. Look out for the link to our Patreon if you want to support us. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you.